In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tecovis.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and don't go gently, y'all. The only shooting stick with one-handed trigger pull adjustments has a new way to keep you at the top of your game. The Trigger Stick Apex, built for sturdy support that adapts to unforgiving terrain with easy adjustments to make your big shots. With our Durasteady three-piece carbon leg design and interchangeable rock-solid clamp, nothing tops the Apex. The Trigger Stick Apex, only from Primrose. Welcome, everybody. I am Dale Luganville with the Full Scale Outdoors podcast, and I'm going to make this intro super short because I met up with Nick A. Johnson, and we did a quick calling tutorial. So basics, getting down to the fundamentals of blowing a short read goose call. Um, he teaches these lessons. If you've heard him on my podcast before, you know we kind of dive into that. So I'm not going to ramble on. We're going to get right to this one. This is one I want you guys to download and keep it and play it all the time. Um, get good. I went in there. He found out some problems I had, and uh, I was actually able to correct them. Not you know we kept it short in the in the actual recording of the podcast, but like immediately after. We got done recording, and I'm, you know, on my way home. It's like, boom, I'd already fixed it thanks to the tips that he gave me. So he's a great teacher. He knows what he's talking about. He's a great caller. So I think you guys are really going to like this one. Early goose here in Minnesota is literally right around the corner. So, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's dive into it. This is the Full Scale Outdoors Podcast. I'm Dale Luganbill. Here is a goose calling lesson with Nick A. Johnson. Oh, here we go, boys. Go. Ooh, I love that sound. This is a good one. Yeah, maybe we should start out with call recommendations. We absolutely should. Um, the call that I recommend that people buy when, well, maybe first we should start with some introductions. Yeah, well, I think people uh, that are at least familiar with the Full Scale Outdoor Podcast have heard of you before, but I am here with Nick A. Johnson, champion caller. Thank you. <laughs> all around rad individual. <laughs> Thanks, man. Well, yeah, the reason we're here is to talk about short read goose calling. And uh, the reason we're doing it with me, I guess, is because I've been doing call tutoring for the last four or five years. I do a lot of youth seminars, so got some experience teaching people how to blow some goose calls. It's yeah. a lot of fun watching people progress right in this kitchen. Man. I bet There's it would been be. some awesome high fives. Didn't you say we can get in this because I want to do like an actual podcast too? So we'll probably try to keep this kind of short and get right into the meat of it. But didn't you say you've had you've seen some of the guys that you've taught like share the stage competition stage with you? Yeah, Did Joey Vasallo. Yeah. He's That's an awesome crazy. caller. That's how I met Joey Vasallo. Was he came over for a calling last time? That's awesome. 
and he was pretty damn good when he got here. <laughs> well, still. Yeah, we uh, just worked on a couple little things, and then like a like, month oh, later, great. he was no, insanely good. Now he's kicking your ass. No, I'm just I have no <laughs> yeah. idea if he is or not. But okay, well, yeah, we normally I, we had talked about doing this just like a call lesson, kind of, and yeah, I don't think so that's I think, a bad idea. No, let's do it. Let's let's try to keep this like uh, on subject, and uh, let's just treat this as a lesson. I'm I'm some schmuck off the street that heard about you and paid the money, and let's learn how to blow a goose call. All right, yeah. Like uh, we're talking about recommendations on goose calls. Uh, I like to recommend some basic call that is going to be have a full range of Canada goose sounds, not something specialized like a like a cackler call or something that's specialized for to do like moans and trains or something, you know. So I like to recommend like a Molkier EX3 or Molkier EX3 X series. And me and you are both holding the Lifetime Waterfowler Go To call, which is an awesome learning call. I'm pretty impressed with it, actually. Yeah, me too. I hunt with it all the time. 60 bucks. Yeah. I love Delrin for hunting. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, it's a great <laughs> call. So um, these calls have got like a good full range of motion and provide people with what they need. So the way you hold a goose call, let's just start out like a, you've never seen this thing yep. before. The way you hold a goose call is you hold out your hand that you write with. Put the insert in between the webbing between your thumb and your forefinger. Wrap your thumb and forefinger just around the end so the three fingers dangle off the end. Yes. And then you take your offhand, it's called, the hand you don't write with, and you take those four fingertips, you put them on the knuckles that you knock on a door with. So those go right there. And on the back of your hands, your thumbs should come together and seal and be straight vertical from if, your face. Um because this isn't video. If anybody has ever tried to uh, take a blade of grass, yeah, and whistle through and it, whistle through it. Yep. That's what your two thumbs basically are looking like right now. And then, and then, and we're right-handed, so right now our call's on our right hand. Our thumbs are together. Yep. The only thing gripping the call is the thumb and forefinger on our right hand. Yep. And the other three fingers are They're dangling loose. off. Yep. In what we call They're the neutral relaxed. C position, relaxed. Yep. And then you create that blade of grass whistling with your two thumbs. And you put the three fingers like that on your knocking knuckles. Okay, so the tips of your hand, so the tips of the fingers on your left hand are lining up with your knuckles on your right hand. Yep. They're not hanging over it. They're not below it. They're on the and this left on your hand, knuckles. This left hand, you kind of cock back a little bit like that. And what you're doing is just you're just making a megaphone with your hands that are wrapped around a goose call. That's okay. about all yeah, we're so doing. So if you're going to put your hands together and yell at your buddy. Like, yep, exactly. Like You're doing the same thing. Hey, only, guys. Yep. Yep. You're holding on to a call yep. and you're doing that. All That's right. basically Got exactly it. what what we've created. And the hand that you hold it with, the right hand, this hand controls um, just the pitch of the goose call. Now, you don't want this hand clamped really tight. You want it in a neutral position. You don't want any air restricted coming out of a goose call. So what the r right hand does is it controls the pitch from low to high. So you can get sounds by opening and closing your hands that go low cluck, high cluck. Sounds like <laughs> stuff like that. And the offhand, the only job it has is to make your goose call sound good. So when we're creating that megaphone by the hand position that we talked about earlier, we're just adding a lot of depth and tone to a call. So you can see how that changes a call when I put my hand up here like... That's a really good demonstration. Like, I think a lot of people that hear somebody calling, they might think that you're you're putting a deeper tone in there, and really all you're doing is kind of 
Yeah. You're changing the cone of your megaphone, yep. if you will. The left, the left hand, all it's doing, and that doesn't move around either, you know, not very much. Yeah. So if you got a guy, if you're moving your hands quite a bit, learning a goose call, then um, you're probably hindering your learning because you're throwing off the pressures. And speaking of pressures, people will say that you need back pressure to control a goose call, which is not true. Um, all these sounds are completely every sound on a goose call you can do without hands. <laughs> Everything you can do without hands. So somebody says, "Yeah, you need to choke down and increase the back pressure." You don't. You don't, you don't need, need to. to but it, <laughs> yeah, maybe it helps. I don't know. So, anyways, um, you put the uh, call to your mouth. Same way, same concept as your hands. You don't want to restrict any air going into the call. So wrap your lips all the way around it, like you're drinking out of a soda bottle. If you have your lips pinched down, especially like guys love to do it with their top lip. Like rest That's it on your bottom lip and pinch it with your top. Mm-hmm. I if you're doing that, idea. if you're doing that, you're restricting airflow, and yep, hmm. you were you don't want to so restrict. I am doing it wrongly. Yep, yep. Okay. Yep, that's and what the, I was doing, and that'll really prevent you from getting where you need to go okay. with calling. The call needs to be a straight tube from your basically from your diaphragm to out the back of your hands. You don't want any airflow getting restricted okay. anywhere. So you're already fixing my bad habits. Tons of people do that. <clears throat> so. And then once we get that past that point, I get a lot of guys in here and they're like, you know, I'm just having trouble doing the spit note and I'm just having trouble uh, getting uh, rolling double clucks and triple clucks. How do I do that? And that's a, a huge problem you see with YouTube videos too, you know, like put in like how to double cluck and somebody will say, uh, what you do is you go uh, into a call. Listen, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just do that. Yeah. End of YouTube video. (laughs) (laughs) And cut. So what I like to teach guys is to go break everything back down to the fundamentals. So there's no like advanced calling class. There's no beginner calling class. Like if you're struggling with advanced notes, it's because you're struggling somewhere in your fundamentals. You're probably not putting your mouth on the call right. (laughs) As I was just doing. (laughs) So what are the fundamentals of goose calling? Like if a guy wants to write this down out in front of him, I call it the uita. You get, I just write out two O's, two I's, two T's, two A's. Okay, now geese make two notes. They make a moan and a cluck. And the calls that guys want to do, like spit notes, double clucks, moans, that's all within the uita. Like the oo is your moans, the uit's your cluck, uita is the start of a double cluck, ta is a spit note, stuff like that. Ita is a hiccup. So you can learn everything on a goose call just by getting your fundamentals down with uita. So I want you to repeat after me. Like a lot of times guys are a little surprised. We don't do a lot of goose noises when we were learning sure. how to goose call. What I'm teaching guys going is back to the fundamentals. Yeah. Well, what I'm making sure is, you know, how to blow that call correctly in the first place, you know, okay. and where we're going to, where we're going to run into your walls. So, just repeat after me. I want you to blow into the call just like I do, and we'll do a little back and forth. Are yeah. you cool with that? Yeah, absolutely. Right. And um, so this is just, we're just saying ooh into the call, and we're just going to blow it like a party horn, all right? Okay. So this is just, your cheeks can puff out and everything. I just want you to blow straight air into the call like this. All right. So a lot of guys... Struggle there. I mean, really? I'm, not, I'm not kidding you. Like okay, where well. they can't help but break it over. Oh, okay. They've so, just gotten so into okay. the habit of cracking that. Now note. see if you can do it without okay. puffing your cheeks. 
Okay, so I'm having you hold the note for a really long time. And that's what I get guys doing. Like, learn to blow that just party horn, horn noise, mm-hmm. unrestricted air, without breaking the reed over. A lot of guys will actually break it to the high note when they do that. And they have okay. to go back to the beginning learning how to just hold their bottom notes. So the next step from that is learning how to put voice inflection into the call. And the easiest way to put that into words, to express that, it's like how, how do you go from like a, a high-pitched moan to a low-pitched moan? Meaning from <coughs> to... <coughs> like that. And that's achieved by putting voice inflection into a goose call. It's not grunting from the back of your throat. It's using your natural vocal ability to add vocalization, like a hum, a natural hum, into a sound. So the easiest way to describe this is within the English language, if you were to sound out the letter F, just 10 Fs in a row, how would that sound? Exactly. How about the letter V? Okay. F and V are the exact same tongue and lip and mouth position. But you're just adding in voice inflection to, cre- to create a V. Same with S and Z. So just sound out yep. S. And now Z. Z. Yeah, exactly. Voice in there, yep. Right? Same tongue position, different throat inflection. And that's coming from your voice box. So that's how we learn how to do the deeper moans and do a goose call. So see if. So we'll practice this backwards <clears> into <throat> a call, just so it doesn't make any noise. But blow that clean no- note through it. Okay, now when we do the voice inflection note, it's going to sound like a tugboat through the steam. All right? (laughs) Sounds like... Exactly. So let's turn it around and uh, see if you can't blow a clean note followed by a tugboat. Okay. So... All right, perfect. Woohoo! (laughs) the voice inflection thing is a lot is really tough for people to get people who pinch their mouth down especially Mm -hmm. i've got to be really i I think i might have slipped into that in that last uh and um round too so yeah from there we can move on to a full like uit which is going to be the fundamentals of a cluck so from this step like once i got guys that are kind of understanding the voice inflection and the moans um we're going to extend that out and we're going to blow it really loud and when we hit it like from the ooh it you hit it really hard and really fast louder the better and the reason is guys struggle getting the reed to break into from a low note to a high note meaning like um they get a sound like now this is great if you're calling in peacocks right that's right on the money so guys want to know why they can't get it to go why they can't get the reed to crack. So the reason the reed cracks is because it hits a certain pressure point where it snaps up into a high note instead of rolling up into a high note. And you're not doing that with your tongue. You're just adding more air. My tongue is doing it by pinching off the airflow okay. naturally right. in the it because your tongue is going to the roof of your <laughs> gotcha. mouth. The air goes over it faster. Here's the thing about that pressure spot. I call it the sweet spot where the note breaks over or where the pressure breaks the reed over it's easier to achieve when you blow really really loud and when you hit the it really really hard we are using a crutch to achieve it so if you are a guy who's having trouble getting the reed to break and you're getting a lot of this note 
One major cause for that is cheeks puffing out. Another major cause is flaring your hands and not keeping them just still. And then the next thing is finding that pressure spot, the sweet spot that breaks over the reed. And that pressure spot is a lot easier to find when you blow really hard. So you'll, and when you hit the it really hard, you're, what you're going to do is accidentally break the reed over. So here's the sound you're looking to achieve. Um, see, we'll do another little Simon okay. Says session. So do an ooh-it after me. We're going to do it real lo- really loud and then hit the it super hard. Okay. It's even all right if you shatter it a little like I do. I mean, just okay. even blow it harder. But I can tell you're not being able to crack it over. Can you do it at a lower volume? Just a okay. fuck? Yeah, but can you do a, an, a full ooh-it? Like, you can't. So you're cheating oh, your way see? into a cluck. All right. Cheater. <laughs> this is good. This is good. I'm glad I... The reason you're getting your good. cluck is the reason I tell people to hit the it really fast. Because you're getting your cluck because you're accidentally hitting your sweet spot somewhere okay. somewhere in there. But you're not sure exactly how you're doing it. The no way I can tell is because you can't do sure. an ooh-it. Okay. So, so we we are, what we are trying to do is <laughs> cheat our way into it in okay. a way by hitting the it really fast. By you doing your clucks insanely fast like that, like <laughs> a lot of guys do that and uh, know how to accidentally hit their sweet spot of the read. Okay. So... Um, what you're going to want to practice, and this sometimes is the full hour for guys, like just working on read breaking. So see if you can repeat after me, hit that it even faster. Like you're hitting it with your clocks. Okay. So (laughs) I'm not getting it to crack. Yep. I'm already irritated. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see how you're holding that call. All right. Do a couple more with me. Open your oh, hands terrible. up. Terrible. I think your air is restricted. Am I not using enough air? Which, I wonder. Yes. Okay. I'm not used to. I'm definitely not used to using that much air to Are get it. Are you pinching your lips as well? Oh, that could be. Am I, am I doing this again? Probably. If, you are res- if you're already restricting the airflow with your lips, it's hard to manipulate it okay. with your throat, tongue, mouth. <clears throat> well, let's just keep trying it, I guess. <laughs> so, okay. What? Hmm. I don't want to pause here and go into this for the next half an right, hour. Right, right. <laughs> well... Yeah, it's going to be hard to move past if I can't get this, but um, we can work on that later. Okay, so once you get – this is obviously something that you're definitely going to want to go home and practice finding where your read breaks over. Until you get this part down, which obviously I do not have and I need to practice more, don't go any further (laughs) until you get this. We're going to pretend pretend that you just fucking nailed that. (laughs) Killer. And – from there, like I teach people to start adding the voice inflection into the uit, and that goes like, well, that's interesting. Why can you break I it over know. there? I think it's because you're still pinching those lips down, man. Ah, probably. But we know that you are definitely putting voice inflection into your crutch notes now. Okay. 
and you're struggling to blow clean notes. Yes, I'm not good at blowing clean notes. Yeah, so you Almost are a guy. every time, like the muscle memory kicks in, when I pick up a call, I always put voice in it. Yep, and some guys are like that. I just had a guy last week that already knew how to do voice inflection but was struggling with clean air. That's me. And, um, <laughs> yeah, which is kind of interesting because normally it's actually the opposite. Most guys learn clean air and then struggle with the voice. Yeah, or I'm, they don't learn voice, they learn grunt. Mm, and that's not, a whole yeah. other animal to Hard tackle. To yeah. So um, you can get this if you're cheating your way into it with voice inflection. You're going to want to practice doing it without it. So from there, I teach guys to do it with the voice inflection. From there, I want people to start being able to hold the it on both ends, the low note, then the high note. This is what you're going to want to practice after. And it sounds like this. ear on because that is loud as um. <laughs> so the reason we do that is because you're learning how to control the goose call whatever you want it to do you, right. you can hold the low note however you long want to hold it and you can hold the high note however you want to hold however long you'd like to hold it so you didn't put you didn't put any voice into that one that was clean which no it's gonna suck when and I the only it. part that gets voice is the two o's okay. it's impossible to do it's with it voice inflection so you get mm. the it's always clean or should be <laughs> i mean i don't know yeah if you're trying to voice inflect your it you're probably not getting enough air pressure okay. to push i mean it i don't know that if i am just the fact that i was able to break the with voice <laughs> and not without so so the reason we do this extremely long and it doesn't really sound like a goose and i'm not even worried about it sounding right. like a goose is like we're teaching you how to manipulate the low note, manipulate the high note, and then find the sweet spot in between. From there, the challenge becomes, once you can able to manipulate ooh it, ooh it, remember, it's easier, louder. The challenge is to get it quieter and shorter. And that's where the pressure point, where the reed snaps from a low to a high note, becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. The window becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. That's why it's easier to hit the perfect pressure to crack the reed when you're blowing hard and loud compared to when you're doing something like really, really soft, soft, gentle stuff. So guys with crutches where they're sna like accidentally pushing their way into a cluck are always going to struggle being subtle, quiet on the low end because they can't help but push their way through to a cluck. So a lot of times that sounds like... A lot of times that sounds like that, and you just can't get that down to a <laughs> And all that is is being able to control the pressures at lower volumes. So as you learn, you're going to want to take that ooh it, and it's going to go and start working its way down. You're whittling it down. Like that. But you want to start long to make sure you're doing all those notes right. correctly. And the thing that we, you know, to keep in mind is when you're doing it six seconds long, your mouth, voice inflection, and tongue is in the exact same identical position as when it's, you know, a tenth of a second long. Like, that's why we train super loud, super long. I mean, it's muscle memory. We're training our right. tongue to always go to the same place, snap to your roof of your mouth the same way. 
And it doesn't matter right now if it sounds like a goose. You want to be able to control your goose call. The sound, like the good calling sound will come later. You can never get to another level without the fundamentals. And the reason that my cluck doesn't sound like your cluck is because I've done it 7 million more times. Right. And once you've done it 7 million more times, like you, you'll know how to put your hands to make it the best for you. You know, you'll, you'll get your own little style right. in it. And uh, that just kind of comes with time. So um, then from there, I put on those two A's at the end for oo So once you start to master the oo voice inflection, I put the ahs at the end. You don't have to wait till you master it either. But this is just a great stepping stone on how to get to the next step. So oo is like that. So you add that. Ah, in the end, and what you're doing is training your muscle memory to go right back. Going back to, to the yep, neutral. It, yep, it's an instant reset. And it's also coming from the top of your mouth. So with this ta, when people can't say that, or when people say they can't perform a spit note, which is a really common note people are trying to learn how to do, it's because they don't know how to hold their high note. Because a ta requires you both to hold a high note and drop into a low note. Like, That all comes from ta. You're holding the high note first, the T's, and then, well, the, actually the it's, but, and then you're dropping into the low octave. So another thing it does is it trains, your, trains you to go right back into another cluck. So when you're learning uita, you're training your body to get another cluck going immediately after it finishes its first cluck. So... I mean, just really fast uitas sound like this. <laughs> and when you and this is like second nature to you, I'm sure, because you've done it eight thousand times or better. Like you said, do you do you like vision, like what you have done? Like when you're doing that, are you in your head? Are you seeing uita uita uita? Are you just on cruise control at that point? Um, no, you got to think about your mouth and where it is and the voice inflection you want to put in or not put in. And, uh, yeah, I like to write it out, visualize it. That's one thing I definitely do for um, calling sequences. Like when I was first trying to learn, sequences are a big thing once you've really started to get good at um, doing different notes in different places, high cluck, low cluck, moan cluck. So I would actually watch YouTube videos and I would write down the sequence that somebody was doing that I liked. I mean, the sequences that people do are only like four, five, six seconds. Like, <laughs> like I can't tell you how many times, like I probably blown that sequence 7 million times. Right. Well, that all starts with a pen and paper for me. Okay. So I'll, you know, pick out a note sequence I'm trying to do, even if it doesn't sound natural at first. And I'll just make like abbreviations, like cluck, double cluck, moan cluck and just see if i can do it just from a piece of paper so cluck double cluck moan cluck just practice that over and over and over you get yourself a little sequence like an actual musical instrument (laughs) so you can get yourself some really good calling sequences by doing it that way and definitely with the basic stuff like the ooh it does that's a little side tangent, I guess, but I mean, I guess it's all how you, whatever works for the individual. If going, you know, uita works for them, or if you're doing the 
C cluck, D C double cluck, M moan, C cluck. You know, and you just write it out like a music note almost, or like guitar tablature. Right, and like. that was just off the top of my head. And right, even I, even after I did it ten times, I could start to feel a little rhythm to it. You know, and started to ingrain into my brain, mm-hmm. and that's why, uh, like, I would write all those out. Like, I'd you know, go to a calling, watch a calling contest footage, write it out, just six or seven seconds worth, and see if I couldn't just repeat it slowly and then repeat it faster, and so on and so forth. That's how you get sequences rolling. And um, yeah, what we were talking about, uita, that's gonna contain all your basic notes, and uh, except for the moan. Or does it? Is the the only thing, actually, the uita, that's a good point. Uita doesn't cover one aspect of calling, and that's rolling double and rolling triple clucks. So to pe- when people are trying to learn rolling doubles and rolling tri- triples, there is no T anymore. The, t- the T section gets eliminated, and it's uia. And when you're practicing uia, you're learning how to break the call over, find the sweet pressure spot, Without using or without having your tongue hit the top of your mouth. There's no closure of the note. So what the very weird sound that you make when you're practicing this is called an ambulance, is what I call it. And you're going to just practice an ooh-wee-ah, and you're just raising the call from low note to high note without ever stopping your airflow. Yeah, that totally sounds like you're cracking it like with your tongue, but you're not because you're that's able to in, yeah, hold that. That's all note. throat. Yeah, and that's a little bit more difficult and a little less intuitive than, and it's certainly less. There's less of a crutch than being able to mm-hmm. just slam your tongue to the roof of your mouth right. with a T. So the ambulance, if you can do an ambulance, <laughs> hold the low as long as you want, hold the high as long as you want. You can hold those notes as long as you want. You can do a rolling double, and you can do a rolling triple. You just don't know it yet. Hmm. So, you know, you start out from there with the ooh-wee-ah, and then you just work it goosier, work it shorter, work it faster, and, and then one day you can do... <laughs> and then a triple. So if you do, like, obviously I can't do it that good, but I can do a similar thing, but with closing my tongue off just really fast. That's cheating. What you would call cheating your way to that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because you're not you're controlling the read, but you're not sure how. Right. And it shows when you know you go back to the fundamentals and you can't perform them. So if they immediately, we found a, your first hurdle. Right. <laughs> pretty pretty fast. <laughs> it, and it goes that way. I mean, <laughs> people are like, well, we're gonna sit here and work on uida, like yeah. yeah, and then we work for the whole yeah. the, like well, a whole that's hour. What needs to be done. I mean. Whether it's guitar or whatever it is, if if you can't can't you can't get a B chord, if anybody knows that, you know that's you know you're gonna that's a really weird finger formation for those that don't play guitar. Like a couple of your fingers are real close and the other ones are far across. You got to stretch, and it's not the first time you do it. It's not natural. Well, if you can't do that, I mean, it's one of the major chords. Yeah, so. if you can't. If you can't do the fundamental of the note, you can't do the note. Yeah, and zero reason trying to learn. An actual song, <laughs> right? If if you can't get one of the major notes in the song, if you're watching YouTube videos about how to do a spit note, and you can't hold a high note in your fundamentals, the, it doesn't matter how many YouTube videos you right. watch. You're never going to be able to break yourself of the bad habit without 
and rebuilding from the start. And you're probably just going to get frustrated. And this is probably what happened to me without knowing it, get frustrated and then just go with what, you know, lean on your crutch even more, which exactly. We're going to talk about muscle memory for the more you lean on the crutch, the more you need the crutch. So with you, what we would be working on for sure is like blowing clean air in the call. Clean. And we'd be going back to the party right. horn, like all the way to Which the basics. Like, you know, hopefully people listen to this, they download it, and we see a lot of people in their cars <laughs> next two weeks for goose season opens just in traffic blowing on their goose call. Because <laughs> that's what I do. I mean, that's what I did to, you know, to get as far as I have. Right. And so, I mean, we could sit here and work on that. But, I mean, I think the main takeaway is, you know, Get back to the basics. Make sure you can do voice inflection, ooh-wits, clean ooh-wits, be able to hold your low, hold your high, start working on getting the sweet spot shorter and quieter. There was something else I was going to ask, but it's not chipping out at me, so it can't be that important. So That's a pretty basic lesson, but when we turn off the recording, I'll work with you a little more because I, it would definitely take a while, but I could get you cracking the call in like the next sure. 10, 15 minutes, you know? Well, then we can do a legit podcast. We can talk, you know, how actually actually flow. So, um, yeah, I think that was good. You want to just do a real quick recap into like just go, ooh, it, do it as an example. Yeah, absolutely. The, just, a, just a quick progression. And then people can obviously go back, just rewind it and, and listen to the parts that you personally need to listen to and don't move on until you get there. So right. Just give them one last. We'll end with one last. Uh, work on the fundamentals. Series. Work on ooze, ooits. <laughs> Same with voice inflection. <laughs> like that. And then work on ooh, it does. <laughs> and then work on get them shorter, shorter and quieter. I mean, that's really the name of the game. And then one big exclamation point. And I'll just show off. Give me a really impressive sequence. <laughs> competition sequence and go Thanks to everybody who has taken the time to uh, download and subscribe to the Full Scale Outdoors podcast, to rate us, to review us. Um, you're doing great things, and we are growing every day, and I really appreciate it. Another way we're growing is we have joined the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. So what that means is people can now find us and listen to us on the Waypoint app, on your Apple TV, on Roku, Amazon Fire Stick, Smart TVs, uh, hell, even gaming systems. So um, if you haven't downloaded the Waypoint app, do it now. You're going to thank me. It has over 2,500 of the best hunting and fishing shows and short films out there. This is one of the best apps you're going to find. Um, so I just would like to say thank you again for those that have already subscribed. Let's share it. Let's keep this thing going. 
And uh, I am proud to say that the Full Scale Outdoors podcast is now part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. So thank you very much. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, mule there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.